Hello and welcome to So You Want to Be an Engineer. I'm Katie Douglas, Director of Engineering at St Paul's School and on behalf of the Engineering Society, I am delighted to welcome Toby Lane to the show. Toby left St Paul's in 2015 and went on to become a product design engineer. Thank you so much for agreeing to talk to us today, Toby. Hi, thanks for having me. It's great to hear how far engineering has come at school since I left. Our interviewer today is Ricky. Ricky is in year 11 and has just finished his GCSEs. He's one of our manufacturing geniuses, specialising in centrelades and additive manufacturing. So let's hear what questions Ricky has prepared for Toby. Over to you, Ricky. Thank you, Ms. Douglas. I'd like to know more about studying manufacturing engineering at Cambridge and what your work as a product designer really involves. So I think we start off with, like, what is an engineering course at Cambridge actually like? Right, a very, a very good question to start off with. I think in a short sentence, I'd say it's tough but rewarding. I'm sure you'll hear quite a lot. If you want to study and to be able to kind of really get on well at uni, you have to really be interested in what you're studying because it's it's really tough, especially the first two years at Cambridge. Uh, you study a general course, so you do all disciplines, a really wide variety of stuff. And as I'm sure Ms. Douglas can attest, I was not a fan of electrical engineering or anything that was not physical. And I'm sure a lot of people listening will may feel the same way. But I was really, really hesitant to go in and commit myself to studying electrical or systems or programming for the first couple of years because I thought that I really knew what I wanted to do. And you know, as it turns out, I went through all of that. I still feel the same way, but I learned a huge amount in the middle, which was so, so useful. And is really, even now, however much I'd like to say otherwise, is benefiting my work as a product designer, completely aside from electrical stuff now. I think in terms of the course itself, what it's really good at is going from the really like sub-molecular concepts on materials, on kind of electrons and holes and transistors, and then taking that all the way through to its like practical uses, how you see it and kind of use it in your daily lives when you cross a bridge or on your on your telephone. So that's the first two years of the Cambridge degree, and then you kind of specialise. And after that, I think for me, it was I, it, I pushed myself really hard, and the course pushed me really hard on that, and I'm really proud of what I did in those first first years. But ultimately. The math was just, it just became too much for me. And I kind of wanted to take a little break from that. And I wanted to see more about how engineering and these kind of concepts, which I'd learned about, were being put to practice in industry, which is how I ended up doing the manufacturing specialization for my third and fourth years. So those first two years, I take it you do a variety of different engineering courses and you get an introduction into each, or is it not quite like that? Yeah, so you get, I think unlike at most unis, you have a totally conscripted set of lectures which you attend. So you don't get any choices over uh, kind of what combination of modules and what types of engineering you study. You did the whole range, which I'd love to name off, but I can't remember them all, but it's like civil, it's structural, electrical, uh, systems, programming, mechanical it's just like it, go, it goes on it's really it's really really diverse uh the, the the lack of choice in it was something which i wasn't entirely comfortable with before i went and i can understand that from other people as well but as i say overall having that breadth of understanding and being able to tie all those disciplines together because ultimately they're not totally individual disciplines there's so much overlap between all of them i think that was really really helpful and so from that course, what did you find like was the, was the most interesting part? Was it the, the general course at the beginning or the two years of specialised course at the end? Like, what did you enjoy most and what did you find the most rewarding? The most rewarding, I'd say, was in the manufacturing course, which I specialise into. And I think it's probably true of 
the other specialties within main engineering it really ties you down to looking at what like what's actually happening in industry you have you, a lot of your projects are focused on companies and what you work with companies excel to university um, and at the same time while you're working with them you're using concepts and working on projects that are like found like uh, there's currently ongoing research projects at the university so you're working with kind of your lecturers who are no longer lecturing you they're actually just acting as in their research roles at the university you're working with them on that whilst working with the company it's kind of tying that whole chain together and understanding you know how the kind of theory manifests itself in in industry for good and i think working with those companies on that was was super rewarding to see my work kind of actually be put into practice even while i was still at university and so it, was, it feels very hands-on the whole course it was do you find that attractive of it or would you like more theoretical more lectures or did you really enjoy that very you know link to the real world yeah uh i mean absolutely the hands-on was 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 by far the best part of it and i think it's something which if i remember correctly when i was looking at universities it was something which cambridge wasn't kind of scoring highly on was the the hands-on aspect of it and i think that's because in the first couple of years the kind of projects you get involved with are very conscripted coursework things. You'll do this specific thing where you build like a, a small radio, but you don't, you're not really given any choice of it. It's jumping through hoops. But I think it really pays itself back in dividends in the third and fourth years once you specialised and you get so much control over what projects we're doing. And it's entirely practical. It's entirely looking at what you can actually do for a real company and how you can really have an impact with a physical, with a physical product or, or, or otherwise. Yeah, it's really up to you what you do at that stage. So you specialised in manufacturing engineering. What does that actually involve as a degree? Or yeah, so so this was a, this was a difficult one because the title of like a, a manufacturing engineer, I'm sure I'm sure you can get a job which has got that title, but it doesn't really exist as a thing. And certainly at Cambridge, when you specialise in manufacturing, you leave the kind of official engineering department at Cambridge and you move over to the Institute for Manufacturing, which is a a slightly separate but related kind of entity. And there, there is just the widest range of stuff that kind of all falls under this umbrella of manufacturing, but is also just, for me at least, it's a lot of like the most interesting things of engineering that aren't, you know, really technical. It's kind of the everything else place. And so when I was thinking about this yesterday, about what it kind of really means to be in manufacturing engineering, and I couldn't think of it. So I had a look on the Institute for Manufacturing website to look at what they say they specialise in. If you're, if you're a company and you're looking for someone to do a research project for you, why you'd go to the Institute for Manufacturing. And some of the things I had on there, it, you know, it ranges from business model innovation, policy in science, technology, innovation. So they have the government going to them for advice on some things. And uh, then there's design management, digital manufacturing, automation, industrial sustainability, supply chain modeling, intellectual property, nano manufacturing. It's, it's everything. And that's what I was taught in my third and fourth years, which is, you know, to say that they managed to link those all together. And I managed to get like a big picture, like understanding of what kind of industry feels like. I think it's testament to how well that course was taught at the Institute because it's so varied. And I think what was interesting, especially was that in the fourth year, when you get to do your own final year project, you kind of find a company that you want to do a project with and take it from there, or you can find a researcher in the university. So that within my year of 30 people, everyone was doing such varied 
crazy different things which are picking up on various aspects of that so we had someone who was at the government doing work with them for policy i was working at a startup for a folding electric bike in cambridge and then there are other people at boeing and like everywhere it was so 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 varied but really really interesting so would you say if someone's uncertain about what field and engineer they'd like to go into this is certainly an attractive option for them i think if you're uncertain then cambridge is an attractive option because well, you don't have to make any commitments at all until your third and fourth year. And I think that can come across to some people as like a, you know, delaying tactic and like what much, you, how much you actually have to gain from that because ultimately you still got to choose. But my view of it, certainly while I was at school, was that it was just like, and, you know, reinforced now, was that it's so early to have to decide what discipline you want to go into. Like so, so early. Like even at university, I think it's too early because I'm sure everyone, everyone I know who's graduated is bound to change their careers in the next few years and go off into something else. So going to study on a general course, be it at Cambridge or elsewhere, because there's loads of them, uh, is not a cop-out in any way, shape or form. It's a really, really valuable experience to ma- and it makes you ultimately will make you a more rounded engineer because you understand so much more about everything else. And when, you know, when you're working on a project in 10 years time at your company, um, let's say you're a structural engineer and then you need to put these sensors on your project to measure the stress in one of the beams. If you can actually sit there and you understand how that sensor is working and when it doesn't work, you can try and fix it rather than after calling an electrical engineer to do it for you, then you know, you're ultimately going to be a far better engineer for it. So I think it's very, very rewarding as a course. And from that course, what is your preferred part of it? Because from what you said, there's a huge variety within that specialization. What did you specialize in? Yeah, really good question. So, yeah, as you say, in in the manufacturing course, there's so much that you're taught and then you're essentially told to make what you want of it. So I essentially specialized in product design, which was not, it's not a formal specialization. It's more of a, you get the opportunities to do, uh, certainly in your fourth year, you have the opportunity to do three projects over the course of the year in kind of two, four and six week stints outside of university with a company. And you can kind of apply for those projects or you can set up a project with a company that you know or have worked with before. And every time I was basically angling for projects which were more related to product design because I knew that's what I was interested in. And as a result, that kind of shaped what my fourth year was about. And it became more about product design because of that. Whereas equally, I could have chosen to do policy related ones or supply chain related projects. Which would have which would have kind of specialised me differently. Having finished your degree, you've now moved on to work at Mouse. What do, what do you do there? First, I'll tell you what I what I should be doing there, which is definitely more interesting. Which I am doing there. So and this is no this is no this is no discredit to the company because they're amazing. Purely circumstantial. I was supposed to be halfway through a six month placement in China, which would have been pretty amazing and for all the obvious reasons isn't going on right now that was what i kind of originally applied for so the title was as a a product design engineer and the placement was with their factories in china as a pure learning experience for me so i'd be working with the team in the uk who were doing all the design and development and then taking their projects and essentially going on to the delivery stage and working with factories and finding factories out there to kind of realize these projects and then going from there to kind of make sure that production goes smoothly and that quality is good and that everything's delivered on time. So that's what I was supposed to do. 
as it happens, I'm now in the UK and the whole of the China team is also now in the UK. And I'm essentially working in new product development. So probably a bit of context would be handy here. Mouse is a technology accessories company. So we design, manufacture, distribute, do all the marketing for like phone cases and iPad cases and laptop bags and that kind of stuff. So I work in new product development. Um, so that's kind of a, more aside from the phone cases and kind of some slightly more interesting products that span longer timeframes. But I'm also involved in, in the kind of the bread and butter, if you will, of the company. And I think one of the really interesting things about mouse and about this industry as a whole is that it moves so quickly. We have to make phone cases to keep up with the phones, but ultimately Samsung and Apple are out there make, releasing eight phones a year and doing it every year. And it's crazy. And it's so interesting to work in that kind of an industry where you've got to push yourself so hard constantly to be hitting the deadlines, to be able to ship these, these cases when the phones launch, because ultimately if you're waiting for the iPhone release and you buy the iPhone, you're going to need a case on it immediately. And if we're not the ones providing it, if we, if your case isn't available from us to buy it, then we're going to lose out on a, a huge amount of sales there. So yeah, that's what I do. I spend a lot of time on SolidWorks, which I love. I think one of the reasons I was apprehensive about the job initially was because I knew that I was going to be doing a lot of work on SolidWorks and I was like, phone cases, you know, phones are all rectangular. It's pretty run of the mill stuff. Obviously we've got folding phones coming out, but ultimately I was like, that's not a very interesting shape or product to be designing right now. But because the opportunity of going to China for so long, I ended up taking the job. But I'd say there's so much more to it than the actual product that you're doing. And I, I know from from other people, I, some people I was working with at uni who've gone into other jobs that it's it doesn't really matter necessarily what the company does, because beneath that skin, beneath the branding, the same kind of processes going on, and there's loads of them, and they're so interesting. Things to do with like how regardless of what you're designing, ultimately you've got to have a process that takes it from a concept through to prototyping and then delivering it and working with manufacturers and then making production decisions and making sure it ships on time and then getting certifications. And all of that is nothing to do with the fact that it's a phone case and is all really interesting. And I think those are, those are definitely a bit of it that I enjoy the most. And ultimately I kind of see myself in the future moving away from being on CAD and doing that from the day to day and hopefully more towards the managerial aspects and the product management, making those decisions, I think is what, what interests me the most. And it's kind of where I, where I see that, that job going. So it seems you'd like to move more towards managing the projects rather to making the projects, if I understand. And from what you did at Cambridge, what do you feel was missed out on that course, if anything, and what has Mouse taught you about the industry, about manufacturing engineering? Oh, really, really good question. I think specifically within the world of manufacturing, when you're at a really well-funded institution, like at Cambridge, the companies you're working with are people like Airbus and Boeing and Rolls-Royce and everything you go to, we, in, in third year, we, every other week, we would go to a factory in the UK and get kind of toured around their, their shop floor, which is an amazing experience and like so, 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 so enriching and great to see these all these concepts put into practice because we get kind of lectures from the, the production managers there. But ultimately, these are like the shiniest, fanciest, most teched up factories that you'll ever see and they're all spotless and it's amazing. 
I hate to break it to you, but it's not like that. <laughs> That's not how it works. And I think that kind of bringing down to earth the, about the the value of the communication and the relationships you have with people being so much more important than like how well you can plan something on a piece of paper. I think it's something that, that I've really learned learned about in my yeah, so far short of time there. Finally, for people who are currently in school or looking to enroll into universities, what tips do you have for them in terms of pursuing an engineering career? Well, the first thing I've already said, which is that don't worry if you don't know what you want to study because, you know, you're not supposed to. And if you do know, then that is great. That's really, that's really, really fantastic. But I'd still say that there's just because you know what you ultimately want to do doesn't mean there's not more to learn about other things first. And I think specializing too early is a thing, but I think if you know what you're interested in, then that is really, really good because that will drive you so much to kind of pursue that in the future. Secondly, I think in terms of the career aspect of it, I think there's so much that you just don't know, that I don't know, that you don't know um, about like what jobs exist in the world. It's crazy. Like I, I ended up doing a degree where I didn't know what I wanted to do when I went in. The specialty that I chose, I didn't know existed before my second year. I then did projects in fields I didn't know existed and took on a job whose title I didn't know existed. And now I go to the pub, meet up with my mates, ask them about their work. And I have no idea what they're doing. I've never heard of their jobs. I've never heard of those companies. Like working at Google is great, but you can do the same job somewhere else, a company you've never heard of and have an even better time, you know? And I think trying to get into the field of engineering can be quite daunting because in the same way of law and medicine, you're told that there is a job that you're going to go into at the end of it. And I think that can be quite scary because it means the whole way through the process, you're thinking about what that job's going to be like. And my experience at least is that you're never going to know what that job's going to be like. And so it's great if you're interested in engineering and that's what you want to pursue, but just try and not think about the job at the end of it and try and just make each decision based on how much you're enjoying it at the moment, which is ultimately, I think, what I've done and the whole way through. So even at university in, in my in my final year when everyone was applying for jobs and everyone was going for uh, going for like strategy and management consulting and industrial consultancies, which you know pay the big bucks, work you really hard. And it's I think it's fair to say like an easy option to apply to because there's such an easy scheme. Like they come and advertise to you and you just tick a box and they send you emails and you just go down that route and it's all very easy. I just knew that it was never going to grab me and I knew I had interest as well. I think it's a, it's definitely a good route if you're, if you're not sure what you want to do yet and you want to get a bit more experience. But by this point, I really knew that I wanted to do product design. I wanted to stay as an engineer. And that was really difficult to essentially say no to applying for those jobs and to, to kind of force myself to just hold out until after uni and apply for a normal job, not a grad scheme as it were. And I think ultimately kind of following what, I knew I was interested in and what I knew I enjoyed has led me to a job that I enjoy. And I know that's my experience and um, all I can say is that it's, it served me well following that as opposed to trying to jump ahead a few steps and figure out what you want to do in the future. I think that was a really interesting insight into choosing your heart over your head in a way and kind of letting your interests guide you rather than choosing really on and fixing that in place so thank you Toby that was really interesting thank you very much 
Yeah, it's my pleasure. Hopefully that'll be interesting to some people listening. So You Want to Be an Engineer is produced by Katie Douglas and is edited by Arthur Jenkins. It's a production of the St Paul's School Engineering Society. If you would like to be on the show or would like to know more about Engineering Society, then you can email us at engineering at simpleschool.org.uk.